Hi, hey, hello, and welcome to the Behind the Business Show with your host, Ryan Drake. This podcast is my attempt at documenting the real-life learnings and lessons of growing and scaling businesses. Each week, we'll peel back the layers of what it truly takes to scale and give you the insights and tools you need to take your business to the next level. No fluff, no filler, just pure unfiltered access to the minds that make businesses blow up or bust. Let's get down to business. All right, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Business. I'm your host, Ryan Drake. And on today's episode, I am joined by two lovely, longtime friends. We were just chatting uh, before this episode. I have known Holly and Alana, founders of Find Your Balance, since 2016, 2017. And even, gosh, we have gone through a number of crypto ups and downs together. So I remember talking to Holly and Holly was doing her presentation on the Gold Coast. Holly, I can't even remember what you were talking about actually. Um, but it was at <laughs> it was dieting, yeah. Flexible dieting, yes, I remember this. And and if it fits your macros and then I think, you know, James Smith kind of blew up after that with uh, this saying of CFD, calorie fucking deficit. And then whole, you connected me to your sister, Alana. So they're both on today's episode. And um, goodness me, I remember December, 2017, us chatting about coins to buy on CoinSpot. How much money we're going to make. <laughs> Alana, I think you even, you even said, Ryan, I'm going to send you some money. Do you want to trade it for me? And I said, no. I'll teach you what to trade. <laughs> Sounds like something I'm like, <laughs> like, I want to learn about this. Here's my money. Can you just invest it wisely? Yes. And then we we made a little bit and then we lost some in the six months after that well, as well. Sat on it for a little while and, and we were just joking around that um, Holly has diamond hands and has held on to... I do. A whole bunch of shit coins. Yeah, it's I'm all about hodling, hodling. Even if they're shit coins, <laughs> I will hodl until the day I die. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's been it's been an incredible journey because actually over the last several years, then of having the pleasure of knowing you both, watching your own business evolution and and growth in launching Find Your Balance. And for those listening who don't know what Find Your Balance is, how would you describe it? How do you describe your business in 30 seconds? Oh, okay. Great question. So basically, we are an online uh, health and fitness solution for women. We essentially help women who are trapped in that never-ending cycle of yo-yo dieting and restriction. We help them gain back control over their diet, restore their metabolism, um, and essentially help them lose fat and keep it off for good, but without sacrificing their lifestyle. So I think that's in a nutshell how we would explain what we do at Find Your Balance. And, and we are so passionate about doing it. Yes. Yeah, and you and you both have an, I guess, different story of getting into fitness, but you were you're both qualified pharmacists. 
And I yes. don't think I've ever asked you, how did you both choose to study the same thing? Great question. Um, so Alana, obviously being older, she's 16 months older than me. Uh, she went down the direction of pharmacy. Why did you choose pharmacy? Okay. So I loved science and maths at school and I was like, yep, I definitely want to do something in the health field. I don't like gross things. So I don't want anyone vomit and so I was like, yep, pharmacy would be like a good sort of like middle ground. Like I'm not dealing with the gross stuff that a doctor or a nurse would, um, but I'm still in the health field helping others. So that's where I chose pharmacy. So Alana made that decision and then it came time for me to decide, hey, what are you going to do with your life? You know, that big question that yeah. you get in year 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, shit, what am I going to do with my life? And then I was really into, I actually wanted to be a personal trainer, but everyone was like, Polly, you're too smart for that. Like you need to be doing something, you know, a bit more. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then, you know, I was talking to Alana about it and, uh, growing up with so many health conditions, I've always been infatuated with how the body works, you know, how like medications work because I've been taking medications my whole life. Um, And I've always been interested in health and science, just like Alana. We were very similar like that. Me, not so much with the maths, not at all my interest. Um, But, you know, Alana and I were talking and she was just like, why don't you do pharmacy as well? And then we'll buy a pharmacy together and we'll run a pharmacy together. And I was like, you know what? That sounds great. Let's do it. And then so I went and started pharmacy as well with the goal of running a little sister pharmacy together. And spoiler alert, we did not buy a pharmacy. Uh, Did not turn out that way. (laughs) I was going to ask you, what was the name that you'd both coined for your franchise or for your business? Did you have one? No, we didn't. We didn't get that far. No. Okay. Well, when we met though, whilst you didn't buy a chemist warehouse franchise, you were actually the face of some campaigns, right, Holly? How and and so how was Yes, I was actually a <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I was a chemist warehouse ambassador for a few years. So, um that was just it came about so randomly. I'd obviously started my health and fitness journey and I was just posting my journey on social media and trying to combine pharmacy and fitness, which is not really easy to do, to be honest. Um, But they actually reached out to me and they were like, hey, we love what you're doing. We'd love to connect with you. And then it sort of just went from there. It was really cool walking around the the supplement aisles in Chemist Warehouse and then seeing your little um, sticker flag kind of like blowing in the... What? In the wind. Uh, yeah. Um, it was a really was, cool little moment. Yeah, it was like a lifetime ago, though. I know. This is, yeah, this is like real life influencer vibes, right? Not just on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, and I would love to know, for those for those listening who who maybe don't follow you or they – our listener, they're followers of both of you because you both have built up a you know pretty impressive social following over the last 
gosh, a decade of you both being online and training and uh, sharing your journey. But if we take it right back to the beginning, how did you both get into uh, training? You're both so consistent, um, obviously have different styles of training and very different body makeup, body composition as well with different goals. Alana, I know that you um, competed over the last several years too before being a mum. What was your, like, I'd love to hear both of your stories. I know a little bit of yours, Alana, with uh, wanting to get abs. (laughs) But for those listening, um, can you take us back to the, the early days of getting into the gym? Sure. Okay. I guess I'll start because you got into the gym before I did. Alana's story sort of comes after mine, but, um, essentially I was, um, in my intern year. So I had just finished four and a half years of grueling university, um, work to get, uh, my degree and then also my master's degree to become a pharmacist. Um, and during that time, I just completely neglected my physical and mental health. It was all about, you know, just doing the best I could at university. And then I was also working, um, Saturday and Sunday in a pharmacy as well. So it was pretty much just like I dedicated everything to becoming the best pharmacist that I could, uh, because when I do something, I do it the whole way, you know, and I don't just half-ass anything. So it got to the point where I was working um, in my intern year and, you know, my health had just absolutely hit rock bottom. Um, I was dealing with, um, I had rheumatoid arthritis uh, at the time and I was dealing with huge flares in my rheumatoid arthritis. My mental health was uh, absolute trash. Um, You know, I just like was not looking after myself at all. Um, and it really was, you know, the lowest of the low for me. And uh, funny enough, our little brother, uh, Matt, and I say little as in younger than us, but he is ginormous. Um, he was actually really into the gym at the time. So, you know, we were watching him um, just really dedicate himself to consistently going to the gym. And then he was also... He also put himself on this bulk where he was just committed to gaining as much size as he could. So he'd be in the kitchen at midnight cooking up chicken and rice and all sorts of things. Yeah, like drinking olive oil. Drinking olive oil, making these huge shakes full of just like a thousand calories. And honestly, it was really inspiring to, to see it. And then... He, just, he transformed so quickly and, and he, so much. Like, his, his transformation was absolutely incredible. Um, but anywho, he noticed I was struggling and he was like, oh, why don't you just come to the gym with me? And I was just like, I'm not coming to the gym. Like, you can forget that. No, not at all. Like, I'm already exhausted. I don't have, you know, my, my knee is swollen. Like, I can barely walk. Like, I'm not going to the gym. I don't have time. You know, all the usual excuses that people come up with. And then he just kept wearing me down and he's like, what have you got to lose? And I was like, you know what? You're right. Okay, fine. And then, so I went to the gym with him and I was just like, what the hell? This is great. I absolutely love this. Like, I'm really enjoying it. He like took me through all of his sessions and he's like, you know, this is a lat pull down and this is a squat. And, and it was just so great to go to the gym with him. And, I, and literally from my first session, I was just like, hooked and I was just like 
this is fantastic. And it was honestly so, so quick um, for me to notice the benefits of it, not in terms of um, physical benefits, which I did notice quickly as well, but just how much it helped with my mental health during that time as well. So, yeah, I was pretty much hooked straight away and that's how I got into it. And then Alana... So at the time I was living in the Blue Mountains. So I was actually really unaware of this health and fitness kick <laughs> that both Holly and Matt were on. Um, but I do remember moving back from the Blue Mountains um, to the Gold Coast, uh, which I much prefer the weather of than yeah. freezing cold Blue Mountains. Anyway, and I saw Holly and Matt and I'm like, what the hell happened here, guys? <laughs> Holly's looking jacked. Um, and then Matt's obviously put on a lot of size. And I was at my skinniest point, I think, then. Like, I was so small. She was so and skinny. I can't even explain how skinny she was. Yeah. Have, and I was, like, very... Afters on Instagram, right? If people scroll back far yeah, enough. Yeah, I was, like, only 51 kilos. And for my height, like, that's very small. I am quite tall. Anyway... Um, and then Holly's like, why don't you come to the gym? <laughs> so then I did to her what Matt did to me. Come yeah. join the cult. Um, Follow me. But... <laughs> yeah. At the time I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pay for a casual membership. I'm not going to be doing this for very long. Like, this is not for me. I'll just go, I'll get abs and then I'll just quit the gym. I've got my abs and then I'm all G with that. Like, I'll move on. Um, because I had never had, um, I guess, overweight issues. It was more underweight issues. Yeah. And then, um, I started going to the gym and then I was like, this is great. Like I feel <laughs> strong for the yeah, first time in my yeah. life. I'm seeing definition. I'm eating a lot better and I actually feel like really great, like way more energy and, you know, just like overall, like my self-confidence, those yeah. sort of things just really transformed. So then I was like, you know what? Sign me up for a year membership. I'm in here for the long haul. And then, yeah. And then we became gym buddies and training partners. And then it's just pretty much all snowballed from there. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, did you have a lot of the anxiety and the hang-ups that I guess some of your clients face when going into the gym for the very first time? I don't know what to do. I'm a bit self-conscious. I did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think for me, um, if it wasn't for my brother, I would have felt very intimidated and overwhelmed in the weights area because at this time, you know, th we're going back like 10 years now. and Yeah, it was literally 10 years this year for me. And it was predominantly men in the weights area very at that would point. Very rarely It was very rare to see a, a mm. female in – I'm talking from our particular gym um, – seeing a female in the in the weightlifting area. They were all in the cardio area doing their, you know, Stairmaster and their elliptical. Um, so, and, you know, our gym was quite a, like a traditional, like, bodybuilder type gym as well. Um, it was a lot of, like, big guys in there. And it honestly, yeah, would have been very intimidating if it wasn't for my brother. But then I quickly realized that everyone was actually really nice. And they're yeah, like, so they're like, hey, do you need some help with this exercise? And I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, that'd be great. And then, you know, that all sort of just fell away as soon as you got into it. And as soon as you sort of just 
realize that this was about your own journey and it wasn't about, you know, oh, he's looking at me or he's judging me or, you know, it was just about, hey, I'm here on my own journey, you know, to become a better version of me. Um, And then, yeah, that all sort of just fell away. And gosh, if we go back 10 years, the trend on Instagram at the time would have been like thigh gaps before probably in the um kimmy k (laughs) kardashian sort of um bootylicious squat ebook phase happening over the last few years were there any yeah prior to you both starting find your balance and i guess learning and educating yourselves on diet nutrition training were there any hilarious fads or trends or protocols that both of you like jumped on oh god how long do we have i'm i'm embarrassed to even (laughs) to even admit what i did um but prior to educating myself on nutrition um i did the whole no carb thing i remember even at uh, uni, I it was all about, you know, just eating as little as possible for me. I even went through a phase in high school, a line will remember, where I refused to take lunch to school. I don't know. It was like uncool to eat lunch or something or like I'd already had it in my head about managing my weight at that point. And then at uni, I would go and do a whole, you know, 10-hour day at uni with a can of tuna and 10 Jats biscuits. I remember specifically counting them out. Mm. And like, I just had it in my head that it was all about eating less. And, you know, yeah, I did the, the, I didn't go as far to do keto because I, <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to that. But it was, yeah, pretty much just cutting out carbs as much as I could, avoiding sugar, um, avoiding processed foods, just all the usual things. Um, uh, but yeah. I quickly realized that none of it worked and just made me feel like miserable. Zero life enjoyment. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was clean eating. Oh, yeah. I forgot the clean eating. We both went hard into clean eating. Yeah. Yeah. Like would only eat like whole foods, nothing processed. Yeah, nothing processed. I did mention that. But, yeah, it was, yeah, pretty much the whole uh, food labeling thing, you know, we can only eat good foods and you would have to exclude all bad foods from our diet. Yeah. And now I'm pretty sure Alana. Not anymore like, though. You'll see me. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Yep. That's right. Um, hashtag yeah. never dessert. <laughs> um, and so just like for those listening and, and relating to so much of your story so far in terms of getting into the gym and and maybe moving through diets and fads and quick pills and shakes and you know uh was it um fat loss fat loss pills and all sorts of all of the things that are on the shelf um and just stripping it back to some of the basics which is i guess what you really help your your clients with what are some of the common challenges or stories and mindset things that some of the women who come and work with you both face and go through what is 
Is there a, a typical thing that you primarily help women move through that you see across the board in terms of a belief or a challenge they face? Yeah, definitely. Um, for us, it's a lot of these things that are just perpetuated by the media and all the gossip mags and all the celebrity diets and all this sort of stuff. And it's just everyone wanting results yesterday and just jumping from one quick fix to another. And in the process, like their weight is just going down, up, down, up, but it's going down, up, down, up, down, up, you know, higher each time. And they're just never really being able to lose the fat and keep it off for good. So um, I guess the most amount of work that we do with our clients is around mindset because that's the shift that's going to actually allow you to not only achieve the results that you want, but also maintain them long-term. So it's really um, breaking down those existing beliefs that they have, these myths that they need to be eating no carbs or, um, you know, keto or all these fad diets or resorting to unsafe, you know, calorie restriction and all this sort of stuff that they're doing, excessive cardio um, and all that sort of stuff and teaching them that, their life doesn't have to be like this and you can achieve results while still having an enjoyable lifestyle and you can still maintain your results by having an enjoyable lifestyle. You just need to know how to do that um, and also, you know, be able to make a little bit of sacrifice where you can um, rather than, you know, just having this all or nothing mentality. I think that's the biggest thing is that we help women break through that all or nothing mentality that they're so conditioned to just revert to. You know, it's either they're completely on the plan and they're going hard out with severe calorie restriction, restrictive diets, excessive exercise, or they're completely off the plan and they're just going YOLO. So our main mission is to help them find that middle ground between getting results, but also while uh, also doing it while living an enjoyable lifestyle. So, you know, eating out, having dessert every day, um, you know, not training for five hours a day every day. It's, it's really about, you know, as the name of our, our business suggests, helping them find their balance between those things. I love that. And you, got, you both recently celebrated um, your business milestone too, right? Being in business for a few years together. Three years. Yeah. Our third birthday. Flew by. That's crazy. Um, it's gone so quick. Yes. And absolutely. and so you started to find your balance whilst you were both working part-time, like or full-time in pharmacy as well, right? And then can you tell us what made you start this business? Because you were both you both had your PT certification at the time you started um from memory and what made you both want to go into business with the family and for those listening uh their brother matt who they mentioned who got jacked in the gym um he is the developer the app developer as well so you've definitely kept it in the family um yeah what made you want to uh to start the the business and move towards more online coaching okay 
So I need to take this back a couple of steps. Um, so essentially, um, I got qualified first because I started working as a pharmacist and I was like, you know what, this really isn't for me. I'm not really finding this fulfilling. I feel like I need more. I had just gotten into my health and fitness journey at that stage. Um, and I was just, you know, all about it. You know, health and fitness had quickly become, you know, everything for me it had become my lifestyle and I became really conflicted with then going to work as a pharmacist and just handing people their band-aids it's like oh here's your type 2 diabetic medication like you know have you implemented any lifestyle changes no just give me my pills oh okay yep no worries like mm -hmm. it became really conflicting just giving out medications for conditions that people could prevent or improve by implementing, you know, healthy lifestyle changes. So that's when I decided to then go and study to become a personal trainer. So I got my cert three and four while working part-time in the pharmacy. Um, and then I started my own um, health and fitness business. I was uh, training clients in person. And then I also went online straight away as well. And then so I spent some time um, building that um, and, you know, I got really, really busy to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm struggling to do all of this by myself. I really need to get some help. Um, and then due to my personality traits of uh, perfectionism and, you know, trust issues, I was just like, I can't just get anyone to help me. Like it needs to be the right person. And then I was like, Alana, like, <laughs> you're a pharmacist. I know I can trust you. I can trust your advice. You know, you've been in the, on this health and fitness journey with me, you know, for all these years as well. Like, it would be great if you could then, you know, come and step into this business with me. And she was just like, yeah, let's do it. So it essentially um, went from there. So it was just like, yeah, for me, it was a no-brainer because I just – really needed someone that I could trust and, you know, um, that had the qualifications that I had as well because a lot of people were coming to work with me because I had extra qualifications as a mm. pharmacist as well. So it made sense to then have a second person with the same qualifications. Um, and, yeah, it's been great, you know, working with family. It's always a bit of like, ooh, is it going to work? Is it going to not? Um, but, yeah, no, I love it. How's that for you, Alana, just jumping in? Where, did, did you expect Holly to approach you at some point to say, hey, do you want to come be business besties and sisters and grow this thing together? <laughs> um, so I was working as a pharmacist full time, but obviously super passionate about health and fitness. As Holly was, I saw that she was already training people in the gym and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do my PT certification while I still worked full time um, just because I wanted to, I guess, be able to have that sort of impact on women as well and make them feel the same way that I feel when I was looking after my health and fitness, still am looking after my health and fitness. Um, so I got qualified and then I um, approached Holly and I was like, look, I am wanting to be in, you know, going to online coaching for women. Um, obviously, that's what she was already doing. And I was like, do you want to join forces? 
and at the time like Holly said she was super busy she's like yeah we had the same sort of values when it came to our approach to health and fitness as well which yeah, I think we've always been on the same page which I think is really yeah. important too because health and fitness is really a big diverse um, industry and there's a lot of different approaches that um, you can take to achieve a fat loss goal um, and a lot of them didn't resonate with us at all. So I think that was really important. Um, and yeah, the rest is history, really. Amazing. Can you, can you, hopefully I can ask this and I know that um, your brother's probably listening too, but I'd love to know sort of what are the fun challenges of working with family? Like what's the, what's the behind the business look? <laughs> so on the front, on the front, it's like, fantastic and you got the app and you've got inquiries coming through instagram and uh if you guys scroll through uh holly and alana's instagrams they're doing lots of shoots together often filming each other but i want to know like what's the dynamic behind the scenes how does it work how do you guys g each other up for a shoot um what are the challenges if you need your brother to like (laughs) push app updates as well yeah so um, I guess in terms of our brother, um, I guess we're his most annoying clients because <laughs> we want something done and we want it done right now. So we get him on the phone. Obviously, we have his number and we're like, hey, you know, Matt, we want this done to our dashboard or whatever it is. Um, can you do it right now? Matt's like, you're not our only client. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but we still need this done urgently. <laughs> So um, I guess in that respect, it's great working with Matt um, because we can fast track a lot of the things that we want done. Um, we try not to be too annoying. But at the same time, yeah. he probably finds us annoying. He probably finds us very annoying, which I don't blame him. Right? But right. Yeah. And I feel like there needs to be some sort of VIP privilege being, you know, his siblings. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's so great just being able to – have him there that we can just, you know, bounce ideas off as well. You know, we're thinking of building this. How does that, what do you think about that? And he'll be like, that's a stupid idea. Or he'll be like, yeah, sounds great. Like, let's make it work. And so um, honestly, we really have no like issues working together because I think being siblings, you can have that next level of honesty. And with With Alana and I, like, you know, if there's ever any issue, we never let it fester, you know, and we we never let it get out of hand or like, oh, my God, I can't believe she did that. I'm so, like, angry, but I can't approach her about it. It's like, Mm. Alana, you did this. That was really fucking stupid. It made me really angry. Like, we need to, you know, sort it out now. What happened? Because Alana's sitting there giggling. She's like, I know. I can think of an example. Yeah, like when did I do something so stupid? So, honestly, Ryan, it's probably the other way around. It's Alana at me because of my perfectionism tendencies. She's just like, stop wasting time making it perfect and just get it out there. So it's things like that, but we just approach each other with a lot of honesty or, you know, when I feel like Alana isn't um, being like, 100 percent authentic or i feel like she could give more like on her social media or something like that i'll be like alana come on we need to dig deeper here like (laughs) let's do this i know you can do it i know it's in you so it's really just you know each other just yeah being honest with each other providing feedback and just pushing each other to do better which is what 
we always do and we always take that feedback like um you know well we it's received well because you know it's coming from a place of wanting to help improve the other person um so yeah i feel like we're we're very honest with each other (laughs) i love that that's so good um and interestingly we mentioned this when we were catching up just before we we hit record i used to go to this like vegan food place in burley next to your old restaurant and I remember you mentioning that you were about to get into, and I've forgotten the name of the business now. It hasn't come to me, um, but you had a physical store in person. I was super excited to try it. Every time I went to Burley, it was closed in the afternoon when I wanted to eat. <laughs> but can you tell us a little bit of the lessons and challenges that you and your partner actually went through in owning a physical location and trying to dish out healthy, like really healthy food, macro, uh, macronutrient dense meals. And I know that you also pivoted during COVID too to meal delivery, but just for those listening and who don't have that insight into your story, you have had multiple interesting businesses. And I just want to hear from you, like as the, the founder and as the owner running a team um what did you love about it what did you hate about it <laughs> wow okay way to ignite my ptsd from this you know time in my life that i put <laughs> um but honestly it was such a good lesson so obviously you know super passionate about health and fitness if you can't tell already And we really just wanted to expand our um, businesses in the health and fitness industry. So a little bit more background, my partner owns a mixed martial arts gym. He owns a sports um, nutrition supplement company as well. So we were really, you know, building a health and fitness empire. And part of that was, you know, helping people eat better as well because you know once when you eat better you feel better and we really wanted to people we really wanted people just to you know feel their best so we actually opened a franchise called nutrition station here on the gold coast um and it did quite well at the start um but to be honest the I'm not going to say the failure, but I guess the failure of the business really did come down to a few things, but it was really the fact that we didn't um, lead uh, the business the way that we needed to. Unfortunately, we were really stretched because we did have our other businesses. You know, I had my coaching business and my partner had those other businesses and we were just so stretched that we couldn't give the restaurant the um, the time and the energy that it needed. That coupled with not a fantastic location, it was hard uh, accessibility wise and the fact that we didn't choose the right team you know there was all of these things that went into it um and it just yeah it didn't do as well as we were expecting but we totally take full ownership 
of that. Um, then COVID hit and that brought with it, it's a whole host of new challenges that we then had to overcome. And we did end up um, pivoting, as you said. So we um, closed down the franchise and we reopened our own concept called Macro Kitchen, uh, which we absolutely loved. Um, and, you know, we were able to turn things around with Macro Kitchen and it was um, really great. You know, it was meals that we wanted to eat. Um, and we also incorporated an online um, meal delivery system as well, uh, which did really well. And then um, essentially, you know, with COVID, it was really challenging. So we decided to go more down the, the path of just online meal delivery, which is then what it turned into. Um, and then that was really successful. And then we ended up uh, selling the business. But yeah, so many lessons learned during that period. I am definitely grateful for the lessons. The whole experience was incredibly challenging. Um, I really did go to some really low places during all of that. Alana saw <laughs> a lot of that. Um, but I am, yeah, grateful for the lessons. And as I always say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I'm definitely stronger because of it. And, and I think you said the, the phrase, you got to risk it for the biscuit, right? And what I think I really you, you loved. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I, I think from afar and not knowing all the ins and outs, I know how, I guess, yeah, stressful and challenging opening a franchise is as opposed to choosing your own destination because you're kind of held by the balls from, you know, someone above you to uphold certain company yeah. values and all of that sort of thing, which I imagine would have come with its own challenges. Um, but yeah. kudos, kudos to you and Miles for navigating that whole transition and then being able to pivot because I think for a lot of businesses who had retail footprints as well, we saw it's definitely in Brisbane, I'm sure on the Gold Coast, a whole bunch of places close um, because they weren't able to pivot and adapt. And so for you to turn the business around and actually um, turn it into a delivery and, and turn it into a success is really really beautiful um and i think there's probably still a spot in the marketplace for like macro uh calculated macro meals delivered to people and i haven't really unless you've got recommendations i haven't found sort of my favorite meal delivery service yet because after a while they all kind of start tasting the same <laughs> you end up having a cycle <laughs> that is totally true yeah um and alana yeah, there's, there's your... so many out there days. there is do you have a favorite meal delivery i do not <laughs> so hard yeah i feel like there's so many people doing it these days it's just trialing them and seeing which ones you like as well because i feel like a lot of them don't include enough vegetables or enough protein there's usually like never one that has it all Yes, and the other probably closest competitor that has a very similar name to your meal delivery service, we ordered and we did definitely did not like them and we let them know that it was right. just, just tasted 
tasted like um, you got lazy in the kitchen and you just whacked a whole bunch of food together and then cooked it and hoped that it passed for food. Yep. So right, definitely had that experience. Yeah. We won't we won't name names here. No, no. Yeah, off the off the record after <laughs> when we're not recording. Um, and what? Alana, you you've obviously had your little one now for oh my gosh, a year. You've Ten had, months. Oh, almost. Feels like well, lifetime. It, grown, it it has almost Yes, and Dad, it's absolutely beautiful, though. He's so cute. And Holly, you are in love as the as the aunt. I can see it in your stories as well. But Alana, have you noticed stepping into motherhood too, like your own relationship with your body and business shift as a result of changing priorities too in your own life? Yeah, absolutely. I think becoming a mum changes every aspect of your life and also your values, um, regardless of whether you think it will or you won't. I was definitely under the illusion. I'd be like, no, I'll be fine. I'll be able to handle it all. I'll be able to, you know, just get back into blah, blah, blah. Um, But, you know, having a child definitely completely changes that in terms of business. Um, definitely it's made us pivot more towards, um, I guess, offering a postpartum training program, upskilling in the Mm. prenatal and postnatal sort of, um, field and ensuring that we have the knowledge to be able to coach clients through this, um, because, uh, there are so many women that do have children. Um, so we wanted to make sure that we, um, are able to do that, uh, efficiently, but also, being a mum and experiencing firsthand the challenges that come with that while trying to look after your health and fitness, I think it's definitely changed the way I coach women as well. I'm definitely Mm. much more empathetic and understand the issues that they're facing having been through them firsthand. I definitely did have an idea of the challenges that um, many mums face when it comes to their health and fitness. Uh, just through coaching so many mums um, before having little Henley. But after experiencing it firsthand. Brings a whole new sense of appreciation, doesn't it? It really does. And now when mums say things like, I didn't have time to eat, I didn't have time to do this, I was completely too exhausted to get in that workout today. I'm like, I get it. (laughs) I I know firsthand what that Mm. feels like. Um, So... It's definitely, um, yeah, completely changed my outlook on everything. It's beautiful. And so kind of having that insight and obviously firsthand experience yourself now with adding on this additional postpartum program into Find Your Balance and accommodating mums to a large degree, like where do you see Find Your Balance evolving over the next six to 12 months and what are you most excited about in terms of um, your offerings uh, client challenges I know that you successfully have run these eight-week challenges and you've done one-on-one coaching with dozens and dozens of women but what do you see as next for your business 
Very good question. Um, at the moment, we have been just really taking a deep dive into auditing our business and um, improving systems and structures um, with the goal of creating a better service for our clients. We are completely client-centric at Find Your Balance. Every decision we make is around, you know, what does this mean for our clients? Is that going to give them a better service? Is that going to give them a better experience? Is this going to make their life easier? We really just want to make sure that we are creating the best possible service for our clients that provides an immense amount of value. So we are actually in the middle of restructuring a lot of our offerings and how we deliver our coaching service. Um, so that's something that we're really working on. And that is really just what our focus is going to be um, over the next six to 12 months. We are still going to be running our challenges. They are now a 12 week challenge though. Um, and it's purely based on client feedback. You know, every decision we make in the business is based on client feedback. They requested a 12 week challenge. So we're like, huh, say no more. 12 week challenge it is. Let's Beautiful. roll that out. So, and it's just, you know, then also about upskilling. We're always about upskilling. You know, we recently did a course, um, a master female training course so that we could help with, you know, training women at all stages of their life, including, you know, prenatal, postnatal, uh, perimenopausal as well. Um, and just, yeah, we're always just constantly upskilling and, and um, you know, being pharmacists, we're all about research, evidence-based, you know, give us all the information. <laughs> what, would you, what would you say is Find Your Balance's unique point of difference then? So I find the health and wellness space, you know, this absolute massive chasm, as you mentioned, where there is so much not only misinformation, but contradicting information. You Google anything about fat loss, yeah. muscle gain. For women, you know, all these all these studies about transformation has actually been done on average males. Um, and and so you look at all this research that's being conducted and you're like, oh, where's the research for women? Um what uh yeah what makes you different what do you think is your what makes you stand out so that a woman comes into your community and space and just feels so i guess safe connected um supported to then transform her health and and mindset in terms of how she sees herself that's a really good question. And I think that this is something from a business uh, perspective we have neglected recently, you know, because we were, you know, some of the early adopters of online coaching, we were really sort of early in that space. You could pretty much sell anything and you would get clients, but now the space has evolved so much and, you know, the market's become more and more saturated. You know, every second person is an online coach. So that is something that we've really had to go back and get clear on. And, you know, we're not embarrassed to say that it is something that we have struggled with in terms of like making sure that we do stand apart. I think that um, definitely the fact that we are pharmacists and we have that, you know, further education and we have that knowledge of how to read studies and then how to convey the information that we read in studies in an easy to understand term 
uh, and easy to understand terms with our clients um, and our community and to really build trust with our clients. You know, health professionals are uh, highly trusted uh, people. So I think we do really gain that sort of deeper level of trust with our clients and the women in our community. Um, and then in terms of our offering, it really, we really do target women who, as I said earlier, are just really battling that yo-yo dieting and that, you know, a lifetime of restriction and the women that have really just tried it all when it comes to losing fat and they are just, you know, they've reached a point where they're just like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Like, I, whatever I do, I cannot get results and I just don't know what to do anymore. And that's when we're like, please come in, <laughs> please come into our community. Let us help you. And so I think that that's what puts us apart. You know, we are helping those clients that have been failed by the health and fitness industry. You know, they've listened to all the garbage out there in terms of 1200 calorie diets and keto and this and that and endless hit workouts and you know fasting and all of that and we're just like all right like let us just strip everything away and rebuild you back up with the yeah. correct information so i think that that is probably what helps us stand apart do you have anything else to add to that alana i love that thank you so much holly for sharing no holly Holly really nailed it there. It's definitely um sort of like we help where other other coaches can't. Like they've tried everything. They've tried um, you know, a lot of eight week challenges through other um companies and that sort of thing where they've been able to get results, but they haven't learnt anything on actually how to maintain those results and lead a lifestyle that is conducive with maintaining those fat loss results. So I think that's really um, something that we place a lot of emphasis on. And also health. Being pharmacists, we really do value health above yes. everything. It's health above aesthetics. You're not going to see us mm. tell a woman to do something that is dangerous to her own health no. in order to get a body that she wants. Mm. Um, for us, your health is your most important thing that you have. And without your health, um, you know, you really are suffering. So we definitely want to make sure that that is our number one priority when it comes to helping women achieve the body that they want. Yeah, that's definitely our main ethos is just it's always health first and we are very health centric. Um, and, you know, health is all in encompassing, you know, it's physical health, it's mental health, it's uh, emotional health. So it's really taking uh, an approach that is going to improve all of those areas, not just one area so um yeah i think that that's definitely our point of difference i think that's really good uh, and i know after having conversations with you both over the last couple of years too where you have just demonstrated over a long period of time so like the last decade of your life where you have turned this into a lifestyle it's not a quick fix and so i guess helping women reprogram their mindsets to hey i'm not just shredding for summer i'm being fit for life and that's what i feel has always come through in your messaging is it's helping women actually introduce sustainable change that 
goes beyond the eight week, 12 week challenge or goes beyond even them working with you. It's like, they've got the principles and the knowledge and the understanding to keep going with their journey without, you know, large amounts of restriction without punishing themselves and yeah, redeveloping that whole entire relationship with them, their whole, their bodies and their emotional mental well-being too which i love so um yeah i think that that's really obvious and evident to the work that you both do um so thank you and thank you for your honesty i love i love what you were saying about wanting to improve the client experience and to your point it does feel like that sometimes it does feel like every second person is a online coach or PT, definitely going back five years, like everyone, every second person you spoke to on Instagram is like, I'm a personal trainer. Okay. What does that mean? Um, yeah. and so <laughs> can I ask what, what are some of the improvements or different things that you're both looking at in regards to the client experience so that you can elevate that for your find your balance clients? Like what is, what are you, what are you both thinking about at the moment around that? In terms of delivering a, a better overall experience? Yeah, good question. Um, so we think that our experience is, you know, great at the moment, but it's just finding ways that we can improve on. So, you know, uh, we're just looking at the way that we deliver our check-in feedback. How can we make that more uh, personal and interactive? You know, how can we build a, a deeper connection with our clients. Um, you know, we want to find out more about them. Um, and then just also making things as easy as possible for our clients to follow. You know, we really um, understand how busy, you know, women are these days. A lot of our clients are mums with, you know, several kids that are also working. So it needs to then they need to have something to follow that is easy and that fits seamlessly within their lifestyle. So we're just looking at ways that we can, you know, deliver our services that is going to just really take away some of the decision-making that they are already having to do on a daily basis, um, reduce some of that mental uh, fatigue that they're already experiencing um, and just really make transitioning to a healthier lifestyle um, as easy as possible. And then at the same time, just improving our systems as well so that we can spend more time with our clients and less time, you know, on admin-related tasks that take take up a lot of our time so uh yeah that's where that's where most of our focus is at the moment i love that how exciting for all the new women who get to work with you moving forward um and benefit <laughs> from all your improved systems which is really fun uh i yeah. want to know what are your pet peeves for both of you about the fitness industry like if you weren't holding back and you weren't filtered, I want to just hear it. I don't think I've asked you both this before. So for those in your audience listening. <laughs> yeah, this is tough. I really haven't had time to reflect on it. There's a lot that I um, don't like about like the health and fitness industry. Um, I guess the things that come to like the top of my mind is 
the the misinformation and um, the way in which certain products that have absolutely zero evidence that they're ever going to work or get the desired results that they're marketing towards are really just preying on how vulnerable people are and women especially. women essentially mm-hmm. um, because they are so fed up with struggling with their weight their whole life they're feeling so unhappy within their body within themselves and they're at a point where they will literally spend any money on something that is going to work and it's these absolutely ridiculous products services whatever they are that you know come out and women fall prey to it and I really hate that in the industry I feel so sorry for these women and that's why we are so passionate about being able to help these women because, you know, like our system works. It looks after your own health. You're going to feel a lot better and you're going to be able to maintain your results long-term. It's, it's unfortunately like there is no quick fixes when it comes to getting the results that you want. And I think the more that you can accept that, the more that you can start not being pulled in by these, um, you know, marketing Unfortunately, trying to sell sustainable lifestyle changes isn't as sexy. Isn't as sexy and exciting as, hey, use this fat loss cream to get rid of your underarm fat, or hey, use this booty cellulite cream to get rid of the cellulite on the back of your legs. Like those are the things that really grind my gears um, in the fitness industry, and I've. I've created multiple videos about this on my page, as you'll see, because it's just, yeah, as Alana said, it's just so toxic and it's just really taking advantage of women who are in pain and who are desperate and who will try anything. And unfortunately, it's just another thing that's going to end in frustration for them and, you know, wasting their money and, you know, investing emotional energy in these things that just never work. So, I think that, yeah, the fact that these sort of things can still be promoted um, is crazy. I think that there's a lot of really crazy videos on TikTok at the moment. TikTok gives me a lot of content for my page because I'm just like, honestly, what are these people going on about? Like, it's absolutely crazy. It's like detox this and, you know, cleanse that and do this particular exercise to melt fat and you're just like no like stop (laughs) (laughs) i think the the one that uh, one of you shared it i think on on your stories and it was a photo shoot for some new leggings and the model was then given yeah i was like what's going on um and unfortunately, it just proliferates all of this body dysmorphia, um, yep. eating disorders. I'm sure you have clients who come through with some of this as well, where I think yep. the, the, the negative side then of socials ends up being that it becomes an echo chamber. So whatever you end up looking out for, and if you don't have a great relationship with yourself, it just exacerbates and amplifies all of the things and insecurities that you already have about yourself because you 
follow these women who you admire for their body or for their physique, but in actual fact, that's not what they look like. It's not just a little bit of airbrushing and a filter. It's completely different. Um, and so, yeah, maybe like the, the, the trap of men and women falling into this. Um, I remember knowing, like, knowing guys who'd gone through um, eating disorders themselves because they just had disassociation yeah. with how they looked and what they wanted to look like. And joking with, with Emily um, last night how as a, as a young kid, you're sold on Lynx body spray, thinking, yes, Lynx yeah. is, the, is the, like, the fragrance that's going to attract all the women. <laughs> and it just does not work. Back in the day, so, so funny. Yeah. Um, well, for all of the all the listeners at home who have kind of been listening and and really resonating with what you've been sharing in your stories and and what you're about at Find Your Balance, where can they learn more about your upcoming twelve week challenges or working with both of you directly to? actually create sustainable transformation around their their health and well-being so if they're if you're listening and you think shit i have tried these eight-week challenges and i've spent an absolute fortune on gym memberships and supplements and yo-yo dieting lemon detox parasite cleansers and put all the weight back on and stuck how do they learn more about what you both do so I definitely think our Instagram page would probably be the best uh, point of contact just because, you know, that's where we post anything that's upcoming, you know, exciting announcements. Um, and then you can also really just learn from the posts on our page, which do have um, a really big focus around education. Uh, so our Instagram handle is at Find Your Balance Coaching. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook. It's Find Your Balance Coaching as well. We're also on TikTok, uh, which is Find Your Balance Coaching as well. Um, or you can jump onto our website, which is findyourbalance.app. Awesome. And I'll make sure to put all those uh, links as well as to your own personal social handles in the show notes. But ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been an absolute pleasure and I've loved hearing more about your stories and journey and a little bit of the behind the business side that happens at Find Your Balance. Thank you so much for being here. Absolute pleasure to, to have you both, Alana and Holly. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. That wraps up our business today. And if you loved what you heard, I'd ask that you share it with friends, leave a review and tag me at it's Ryan Drake with hashtag behind the business or jump into the Facebook group to score all of the resources from today's episode. And until next time, wishing you peace and profits. Keep building. Ciao for now.